Good evening, you mob, and welcome back to the Applax podcast, proudly sponsored by Toyota Forklifts. You can find them at toyotamaterialhandling.com.au, also SES Australia, and also Australian Venue Co. Australian Venue Co. Uh, I'm your host, Matt, from the Toyota Forklift Outblax, and joined by a very special guest today, Rod Broad from the Illawarra Titans. Rod, how you going, bro? Yeah, good, thanks, brother. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. I uh, want to have a little bit of a yarn about the uh, Kids in Care Cup, brother. Um, how did it start? How did it start? And um, tell us about what, why you started the Kids in Care Cup. Yeah, cool. Look, the Kids in Care Cup probably started uh, around maybe 2010, 2011. Um, it was back when I was working in the other home care sector. I mean, uh, a good friend at the time. Um, uh, we're working in that that outer home care sector uh, environment and. Uh, we're sitting around with facts one day and, and having a conversation and they wanted to know how they could uh, promote and raise awareness of Aboriginal children in the outer home care sector. More so the promoting part was how they can uh, recruit foster carers. Um, so that's how the initiative come apart. It was just a matter of, you know, how they can get access to Aboriginal people and, and communities. So it was a no-brainer for us. It was pretty easy. Um, it was just a matter of, uh, you know, having a knockout so to the the non-indigenous people obviously they didn't know too much about our knockout concepts and what's been going on for the last you know 40 odd years at that time so um it was pretty easy brought it together um when we initially started the event it was it was it was nice because we had a lot of funding attached to us back then compared to now um so you know i think the inaugural year we hosted it at uh Wynn stadium which is which is pretty big for i guess anyone um and for the communities that participated that year, you know. And it's um it's been going well over the last few years. I think you had a couple of years off now with uh with COVID and that sort of stuff. But um tell us about what age group's gonna be running this year in the um Kids in Care Cup. Yeah, so look with the Kids in Care Cup, we try to do something a little bit different. Obviously, you know, myself, you know, this concept uh, come about with our kids having an all-stars initiative, um, not leaving the non-indigenous children out of our concept. So with our kids, we, we, we do run an all-stars format. Um, the fixtures this year, uh, we've got the under 12s. Um, then we have the under 13 girls league tag, under 14s boys again. And then we've got a 17s, open, uh, 17s 18s combined fixture. Um, all those kids, teams and age groups will participate in, in, in the all-stars concept like what we've been doing. Um, this is actually our first one for I think it's close to three years we haven't been able to run this event. We keep getting uh, the battle of the countries done, but COVID's been kicking in the last two years and, and shutting this event down. So it's pretty exciting for us to to be able to bring it back to the table in the community. Absolutely, brother. And how how's it set out? Is it all on one day or you got to cross a couple of days or how, how you got to run them, bros? Usually this event in particular, it's a one-day event, obviously because it's leading up to the main knockout. We don't want to cause nothing too big. Um, the same thing with our concepts. It wasn't about getting heaps of teams. It was about getting selective teams to come and come together and help us uh, share this message and the importance of Aboriginal children um, in our home care. So for us, numbers of teams ain't, ain't the uh, our gain here. It's just more more so, you know, spreading our word across our community. So in regards to your question, by two day event for this one, there's a number of reasons behind it. Um, the venue that we usually use, Sid Parish Park, which is a fig tree, um, it became unavailable two weeks ago, um, to my knowledge. So I got a call from them. 
we had to do some quick reshuffling um, the last two weeks. Uh, we ended up moving it up to a little place called Mount Kembla, which is, you know, five, ten minutes, or not even that, from uh, from Sid Parish. Um, so a lot of logistics that we've got to work through this year. They've got the cycling championships on down here in, in the Illawarra. Um, so heaps of road closures and stuff like that as well. So there's not just one thing we had to take into consideration this year. It was a, it was a whole heap of, a, a heap of things, you know. Good stuff, bro. And um, we'll run through the the, the men's teams um, and, and just give us a bit of info on um, who's who's sort of running each team. So the first one, that the Larpa Panthers, who's who's running that side and who's who's coming down with those guys. Yeah. So you got the likes of Quinton Sylvia, uh, Quinton Sylvia, um, Jamie Ingram, and Al Daly, like guys like that. As far as I'm aware, they're still a part of it. They're a major part of that Larpa system. Like you talk about those guys. Um, you know, they've been there for as long as I know. Um, they're still a part of up there. Um, they do good things. They're very supportive of our our events. Um, they're probably a neighbour too. If we start talking about countries and all that type of stuff, is they're right there. Um, you know, so I think they're building for something special for this 50th. That's for sure. Um, I, 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 They've always got strong sides, um, you know, no matter what day you play them and, and, and where you play them, Lapperies always come to play football. Absolutely. And the shout-out brother Jamie Ingram there, used to work with him back when I was in, uh, in yeah, Sydney yeah. there. Uh, the next fight. one, Lapa Bummers, another another uh, Lapa side. Uh, who's running this side, bros? I think the boys are just sort of overlapping and supporting the younger kids yeah. coming through. Lapa are very much similar to us and... Uh, you know, they, they put a lot of effort into their, their, their young kids and um, it's good to see that there's other other communities that are starting to get behind that concept is, you know, it's it's all right having a, a strong knockout side, but, you know, where does your development come from? And, uh, you know, for, for us in particular, when we started 2010, 2011, um, this, this, this knockout in particular, we had a, an under eight side that was my young fella's age group at that time. You know, them boys are now, they're at the men's level. Um, there was always a reason why we'd done it. So it wasn't though we were looking for men to come in and participate um, in our knockout side. It was just we were going to have these kids. They, they, they learned what was the concept of knockout Aboriginal football was about. And, um, you know, by the time they got to men's, we wouldn't have this issue of looking around anymore, which is where we're at now. Good stuff, bro. The next side, Gunja Gunja. Where are these guys from and who's running this one? Yeah, Gunja Gunja. It's a little mixed side. Um, the North Coast, so you got Ray Donovan from Upper Kempsey. Um, him and uh, another fellow by the name of Craig Grimes, who's based in the Illawarra. So it's a little bit of a mixed side. Um, there's guys from the North Coast and there's also guys from the South Coast. Um, they have been running around the last couple of years at our events. And um, again, like uh, it's nice to work with these sides because their sides are, you know, for these two guys in, in Craig and, and uh, Ray, um, you know, they've played knockout football when they were younger, wanted to go out and set their own own stuff up. And uh, it's good seeing these guys and it's good being able to support these guys because they come to little events like this. It gives them that passion and, and I guess it gives them a little bit of uh, ownership, what it takes to, to take a side to the knockout. Now, Having to been been here the last two years, I think they're they're submitting to the big KO as well, which is, you know, it's nice for me to hear is that you know they get they get that passion from coming to our events and then they they take it away and they they go on to bigger and better things. 
Good stuff, bra. And um, Illawarra Titans, you guys using this as a bit of a, a warm up for the for the big knockout? Tell us, bras, how's the prep been, and sort of who, who's coming who's coming together with this side that you got? Yeah, look for us. Like I was just saying a minute ago, you know, we've been working on a, on our junior concepts and all that type of stuff, and developing these juniors. So this year, we're looking at you know nursing these uh, young fellas through at these smaller events and. Um, preparing them for what, what's expected in, in October in a couple of weeks' time. So for us, you know, they're all young kids um, coming through. We've got a couple of old heads uh, that will be a part of that that as well. Um, good little mix. No big names. I don't think we've had uh, many big names. I think uh, our side, if you look at us across over the years, it's just they're all been good community members, you know, and uh, that, that are playing at a high level of football. Um, that's probably one thing I could say is that a lot of our kids that are coming through are playing first grades uh, in the local comps, whether it's Illawarra or Group 7. Um, so I'm anticipating, you know, as people know, knockout football is a little bit different to grade and, and uh, your week-to-week football. I think uh, sometimes the rule sets go out the window, don't they? Yeah, that's Big knockout. Um, you guys are going down. What what um what age groups you taking this year, um and, and how how do you think you'll go down there? Look, we're uh, we're loaded again because we're on country and um you know it's just down the road from where where Illawarra is based um the Shellhaven um it'll be good to finally get out. I know the guys down in the Shellhaven um they've been working pretty hard the last couple of years and um you know it'll be good to see it go ahead finally and uh, for for the Illawarra Titans I think we're uh, we got we've submitted the thirteens. Uh, fifth, uh, 13s, 17s, and um, also our open men's side. So three teams is enough um, at the moment. It's pretty hard to handle, uh, you know, the five teams. We've been there in the past and all that type of stuff, and it's, it's definitely a big weekend when you start submitting numbers like that. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. And um, you spoke a little bit about it before, um, the Battle of the Countries you, all got, you also run uh, as another knockout. Is that going to be going going ahead uh, early next year? Um, any planning happening with that one so far? Yeah, I'm just getting through the kids in care. Um, you know, two weeks' time, I'll, I'll finish that. Um, we, we will do a report off of the stakeholders that are attached to that and the, the sponsors of the event. And, um, you know, these events, for anyone that runs events, probably know what I'm about to say, but events don't stop. They, they work all year round. I think when I talk to some of our players, you know, they must think at times that we just picked this up in the last two or three weeks of the event happening. Um, for myself, over the last couple of years, I've sort of taken myself out of, you know, a player sort of role and sort of dwindling out the back door as one of the organisers of these events. But um, the Battle of the Country is a big event for us because, you know, there's a lot of a lot of campaigns going on of late around mental health and, and suicide prevention and, um, you know, we, we were doing this three years ago now, and the same as kids in care, bro. These, these problems are not going away. And this is why the Kids in Care Cup is still around to this day. The amount of, out of, uh, the amount of Aboriginal children in the out-of-home um, care sector, the numbers are alarming. And, um, you know, more than what the stolen generation had. And it just keeps going and going. And that's why, for me personally, it's important that we're still writing this, this campaign and, and selling the message and raising awareness because if we don't do it, you know, oh, there's a bit of guilt in that for me and, 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 and to our communities, you know. 
So cultural obligation, I, I, I believe, bro, is that we're meant to be looking after one another, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, bros. And um, like you said, bros, you know, I work in the out-of-home care sector too, bro. I don't know what it's all about. And, um, you know, a lot, lot of kids um, overrepresented in the out-of-home care sector for our Aboriginal people. So, you know, great stuff you guys are doing to, to raise the awareness and, you know, getting carers on board. That's another that's another tough gig, you know, getting carers on board at the events and giving out, you know, the um, carers packages and all that sort of stuff, trying to recruit carers. It's always a tough gig, bro. So, you know, hats off to you for, you know, you guys doing this for so long. And, um yeah, it's definitely a great cause. Raj, you guys do so much for the community, you know, all your knockouts and your teams and all that sort of stuff. If there's anyone out there listening, um, whether they, you know, community member or a sponsor or anything like that, how do they get in contact with you, Raj? Um, our main, uh, so our main sources of contacts through social media. So we've obviously got the Facebook page. Um, there's Illawarra Titans page. Um, there's also Kids in Care Cup page and also the Battle of the Country page, but I think most people have got my number now. Um, you know, when I, I've had to give that number out because of obviously, you know, trying to, you know, get support over the years for these events. And uh, I think this year in particular, I don't know if it's just because of coming off the back end of COVID, but I, I found this one really hard to get up up to, like uh, in regards to sponsors of the event. Uh, it was, it was, I, was, I wasn't shocked. Um, I think the the government. When I say the government, I mean facts. They come out the other day um, with a lot of NGOs, so the non-government organisations, um, in out of home care, and said that there's a shortage statewide. You know, so where are all them people? Why aren't they? Why aren't they attaching themselves to something like this, or something? You know, back in our community because um, you know it's important, and it's important. You know, whether you're an Aboriginal person or you're you're non-Indigenous. You know, here's your opportunity to support children that are that are in that sector. You know, absolutely, bros. And um, you guys got anything going at the moment in regards to selling gears or selling anything for the knockout or hundreds clubs or anything like that, bros? Yeah, no, 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 no hundred clubs. I think uh, the way that we try to uh, fund our sides at, at events like this and and even run events like this is obviously through sponsorship. So, um, again, both of these events have got you know different um a different audience um to a degree um you know it wasn't until the other day that i was thinking and it wasn't it wasn't just thinking the other day but it was more so hit home is that you know the two events that you, you've already mentioned kids in care and battle of the countries people might think two different campaigns but then what i always think about you take that young kid that's in out of home care plus his mum and dad plus his siblings um you throw a kid uh, out of the the home environment, and then all of a sudden, you know, look at look at the mental strain that puts on everyone, mum, dad, the siblings, the family, the extended family, um, you know, and that's where, I guess, for us, our events sort of roll on, and then there's a there's a common theme in there how we support community, I guess. Um, so yeah. Good stuff, bro. Any uh, shout outs you want to give? Any person or sponsors or anything like that you want to shout out to? Oh, uh, look, there's too many sponsors to name. Everyone that's attached to us and everyone that's helped us get to where we are over the last couple of years. Look, um, no, no, in particular person, but I think it's it's like a whole community. Everyone's had their hand on on the Titans. When people talk about the Titans, they like to use me a lot. Um, it's nice that they think of me and think of the Titans together, but this isn't a one-man job. And uh, 
you know, some of the, the people that I could mention, they'd be embarrassed that I mentioned them. And th they like just working in the background and, you know, they're not forgotten and they know that. Um, we don't have the largest team in regards to, to helpers, but for the ones that are helping, they know who they are and, uh, you know, they keep showing up every year. And it's not about accolades with these guys. It's about just making sure that this message is getting across and we're, we're doing the right things, not just here in this community, but the surrounding communities of our state. Good stuff, bro. And um, yeah, you, you guys are doing some great stuff. And um, you know, like over the last few years, all, all your knockouts, you guys do the amount of junior teams you you, you take. I think we we had a bit of a yarn uh, a few weeks back on on this podcast when we were going through all the teams throughout New South Wales, and we mentioned that you guys do some great stuff with your juniors and have been for years. So keep it up, bro. Uh, so much community involvement. It's re really good to see. Yeah. Um, Thanks for jumping on the podcast this week, bro. This uh, this is going to go on uh, Facebook, on our YouTube channel, on Spotify, and also we take snippets for our TikTok. So jump on all our social medias, you, you followers. Thank you so much for joining in again this week. Uh, but until next week, we'll see you then. Cheers. See you, bro.